Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Join us at the store if you want to. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan, or you can phone in at 356-9397, or even text your questions or comments to us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including John Weisgarber, Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. And good morning, Steve Hi, Tamara. How are you? Hello. I'm doing very well, actually. Actually? Actually. I'm rather proud of myself, I must say. Tell us why. why. Well, because a couple of weeks ago, I was telling you about this bush that I was... I didn't want any longer and I was talking about the ways that I had tried to kill it and you kind of said well there are other ways than that and then you you left it at that and we moved on to another question and so after the show I'm left wondering well what other ways to kill it would Steve be referring to and all of a sudden it dawned on me <gasps> tarp it and so I did you, tarp, you tarped a bush dead yes really yeah wow. I've never tarped a bush no. Hush. No. Really? Never. Oh. High five to you. Well, it it worked. I mean, I cut it down again, obviously, but then, uh, but yeah, it just kept growing back, kept growing back, and I didn't want to go to the trouble of digging out the roots and whatnot because I'm lazy. And so yeah, I tarped it. Uh, really? Oh, maybe two weeks tops, and it's it's. What, it's what did you tarp it with? Just a black garbage bag. Just to keep wow. the sunlight out, right? You cooked it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard of doing it to a, a woody plant like that. But hey, if it works, it works. Okay. Well, good. Awesome. And that's pretty maybe, cool. And maybe this particular bush wasn't really as woody as others may be, but. But yeah, I was I was quite pleased with myself that I would think of another option that we're, you might have been. We're proud of to. you. I Thank am too. You. Well, now you gave me an idea because I have this tenacious poison ivy at my house that I'm always working on. Really? So maybe I'll try that. I'm so glad Can't I can hurt. poison ivy. Can't hurt. <laughs> garbage bag it. No yeah, kidding. Just, <laughs> who are you going to get to pick up those uh, garbage bags when you're done with them so you don't <laughs> well, yeah. brush up against them, right? Yeah, and you have to be careful about the water puddling when and pooling because of mm. all the rain that we're having. That's mm. why I finally... Well, that helps hold down your tarp, though, so that's not so bad. Good point. Yeah. 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 Well, cool. Interesting. All right. So good for you. So project-wise, are you kind of caught up now, or you got something else you're going to either... Well, the rain has slowed me down because I do really? have... Really? Uh, yeah. I know. It surprises you. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's gotten so much done this week. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to hear your stories. But just to finish mine real quick, that uh, my, my brother, I had bought him some beautiful planters uh, several years ago, and he used them for several years, and then uh, this year he just happened to not be using them, so I, I borrowed them, and so I've been waiting to plant some. I like that concept. And trans Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, yeah, I if love he's my not siblings. using it, why not put it to use? Uh-huh. Maybe he'll forget about it. Maybe, if I'm lucky. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to, to transplant some impatience and put them in, in the in the new planters and put them in the front yard. But, yeah, the rain has really held me up on well, that. Well, the nice thing about container gardening is easily, be, you know, if you're using a well-prepared potting mix, it's very forgiving. And you can plant. Other than when it's just totally saturated, you can really plant almost any time, unlike in the ground. But the flowers, the flowers themselves, they've been outside already, so they're saturated. So You mean they've been outside already? In, yes, in another planter. Oh. And I was okay. going to transfer them to, into these prettier ones. 
but I, I thought the dirt would be a little too wet. I'd probably go for it as soon as I can, especially. Yeah, I think I would too. Um, take advantage of these relatively cool days that we've had here so maybe the transplant shock wouldn't be quite as great because if it gets as warm as I say later in the week it's going to be a little bit more stressful for the plants okay excellent point that I hadn't considered thank you you're welcome and if you're going to use impatience we can only assume that it's a little bit shaded Mm -hmm. where you're doing this too which will help okay good yeah good good that's exciting. Thank you. I thought so, too. So, Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Plant Experts John Weisgarber and Steve Brown. What have you guys been busy with in your gardens this past week, or have you been able to get anything done? Well, yes. <gasps> Yay. Even though it rains, you know, this is the best time to pull weeds. Oh. They just pop right out. Okay. So that's, that's what you've been doing. Great advice. I have been doing that. I've been pulling weeds. And also, uh, some excitement is happening at our house. We are having a 12 by 12 deck built. Nice. Yes. Oh, that is exciting. And that's almost completed. Uh, it's kind of on the side of a of a of a ravine. So you step up six inches on one side, and then by the time you get to the back part, it's six feet off the ground. So. Oh. That's kind of that's kind of cool. So yeah. it's kind of like you stand up there, you sit up there, you're kind of like floating up in the air. That's awesome. It's kind of cool. Excellent. Yeah. Sounds like it'll need some uh, some scaping though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Scaping will happen. I'm glad to see you didn't cantilever it over the ravine. Well, there's plans for phase two probably next year to have an, a little bit other one attached, and then the next phase will be. I want to do like a, a tree house so you can climb up and sit Lives. up in, in, the trees. in the trees. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. You idea. can have a dumb waiter, take care of your beverages and uh, <laughs> snacks up there. No, I'll just have a little backpack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, actually he's rather intelligent, but, but I'm bumped. So, uh, so then also, uh, fence is fencing is happening. Um, with the chicken coop. Going to keep those babies not quite so free. Fencing is happening. And then there'll be two gates. And then we will have, we'll be able to do the compost pile inside the fence. So it's somewhat hidden. And then I can open the gate and access it when I need it and turn it. Nice. Nice. It sounds like you've been scheming and planning a little bit. Well, yeah, it's been a while. So, how about you, Steve? Was uh, out of town with work a lot this week, so yeah. <clears throat> and, and had I been here, probably nothing would have happened either. Yeah, just because what, you know, <laughs> other than weeding. And the nice part about weeding is, like John said, there's a nice they, they part pull about out, weeding. Yeah, oh well, yeah, there is. <laughs> is the end result when it's over with, okay. especially if you can excellent point um, do some things like mulching or whatever you might be able to do to help prevent the weeds from coming right back. There's nothing worse than just weeding and then just two or three days later or five days later or seven days later, the same thing's back all over again. Yes. So if it's a situation where you can try and help prevent weeds, preferably with a mulch, you know, shredded bark of some sort, if you are so inclined, you could consider some of the weed preventers that are a little bit more effective against some of the grassy weeds, but that may not be what you want to do. But anyway, try and try and see what you could do to keep it from becoming a problem again immediately thereafter yes yeah. Don't just yeah. repeat weed and repeat and expect to do it all over again and yeah. again and again 
the mulch is really effective. Yeah. By far the single best way. Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. 356-9397, plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's uh, go to the phones where Bill in Rantoul is standing by. Good morning, Bill. How are you? Oh, I'm just doing peachy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got a tomato question. I've got five tomato plants, and they're not doing too bad. Three of them are growing like... I mean, I can't. It's hard for me to explain. They're like growing like uh, asparagus. The stems are real small. They're about four foot tall, and it just looks like a, a stork's leg. I've never seen anything like it before. I don't know if it's the too much water and all that, or I did not check the chemicals in the dirt this year, and I didn't know maybe I'm out of balance or something. But these tomatoes are—they're tall and skinny. Didn't know if you had any any kind of information for me that could help grow these things out a little better first time i've ever heard of that i yeah i haven't either um when did you plant them oh it would have been about maybe the second week of may maybe well we've certainly been warm enough so there was yeah. no danger of uh of them having the environment from at least a, a cool weather standpoint be an issue with you in any way shape or yeah, form are they the same varieties as the you said a couple of them look pretty good and four of them look pretty uh, jack of the beanstalk like the jack of the beanstalk are a variety and then the two that actually look pretty decent are aromas they, they look like regular tomatoes they're kind of more bushy and that type of thing i put the wire around them the uh the concrete reinforcing wire they're six by six squares Yep. About five foot tall, and these things are almost about a foot from the top of those things, and they are just the skinniest thing. Jack and the Beanstalk's a, a great way to to describe how these things are growing, and I don't know if they do get some fruit on them. I have no idea how they're going to be held up. Sure. <laughs> well, they're, yeah, hopefully. They're as, skinny as, I mean, they're as skinny as your little finger is what they are. So do you think the foliage the, uh, only sticks out eight inches or a foot on either side of the uh the main probably, stock handle? probably about eight inches no more wow. than that yeah i've never heard of it and do you know what variety it is by chance no i don't i get it from the same place uh every year and i've always been pretty happy with them but okay. uh, i don't know i just thought That's... maybe it was something that because of all the rain I, I didn't have any idea i was just grasping at straws so Weird things can happen, but yeah, there, absolutely. There's not a aha. This sounds exactly like yada yada yada. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense okay. to me. Okay. Because yeah. I was okay. gonna, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you if it's one that you'd grown before. So whether it, you know, maybe yeah. it's something, maybe it's something that's, uh, uh, if you haven't really grown it before, maybe it's something a little bit different. Is the foliage a nice dark green color? For me. Is the foliage a nice dark green color? Yes. Other um, than the small stem, they look good. They look hell. Other than that, they're just like storks. <laughs> wow. If um, are you feeding them with anything right now? No, I am not. Good. I was gonna say, if you were, I would back off and just let them go on their own without feeding them. <laughs> and as far as supporting them, um, if you're concerned that they're not going to be wide enough. I don't know what the diameter of the reinforcing wires that you cut, but if they're not going to be wide enough where they're going to be kind of flopping around in there, uh, you know, you could take something 
flexible or even rigid probably and just um, do a grid pattern. It wouldn't take much, but maybe four wires or or six or eight or whatever you want to do. Just go on one side of the cage to the other, maybe at two levels, and just uh, make a pattern that they can grow in so they're less apt to blow around and get disturbed and and, uh, if they can't fill up that full diameter of the cage. You could use, um, gosh, anything literally. You could use string. You could use wire. You could use... As Mary, if Marianne was here, she'd probably say use pantyhose because there's no other good reason, oh, you know, good use right. for it. Pantyhose would be great. Um, I was thinking bamboo stakes, but, you yeah. know, so, yeah. Anything like that, just to give it a little bit more of a smaller area that it can be supported in. Uh, you're not feeding, which is great. Uh, obviously, you don't need to water this week uh, <laughs> or do anything like that. I can't think of much else to do. When you planted them, Bill, did you plant them any deeper he got cut off. Okay. Uh, and that would be another thing going back to. And at this point, it might be a little bit late to do much of anything about that. Um, if you didn't plant any deeper, would I consider uh, mounting some mulch up around the base just a little bit deeper on the plant? Perhaps. You know, maybe they might root in just a little bit more. Yeah, you uh, get a little stronger mulch. root system going on. Um, okay. But nothing else really comes to mind. Hopefully, they'll fruit and flower and flower and fruit and yeah. Right. He'll get it. Hopefully they're they're just odd looking, but they, they sound like they're growing pretty well. And and this has certainly been a weird year oh, in yeah. terms of uh, <laughs> uh, temperature extremes and then uh, moisture extremes, super, super dry, and then all of a sudden super, super wet. But none of those conditions exactly would explain to me why th- these plants look that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd be curious to know exactly what variety they were. Mm-hmm. Just to know more about them. Well, let's go back to the phones where uh, Phyllis in Sydney is calling in. Good morning, Phyllis. Good morning. Um, I have a, an old-timey hollyhock plant, and uh, my brother had given me the seed for it in 2017, and I had beautiful hollyhock blossoms then. This year they came up and they looked great, but it's it's slowly dying, and it has big the leaves the leaves are really big on it, and they have orange spots on them, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to save them or not. Hmm. You have a fungus disease. It sounds like called rust. It's it looks like rust. Yeah. Yep, that's what it sounds like. Um, and it's not uncommon with hollyhocks to get that. In fact, I'm surprised you haven't experienced it before, to be honest with you, if you've been growing them for no, a while. No, just, just this year. They came up and looking really good, and then all at once they had this these brown spots. And I'd heard on your program or somewhere else that if you make a... a a powder, or not a powder, but uh, dishwashing soap and water and spray them, but but that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, that would be one of the home home remedies that somebody's mm-hmm. come up with. Um, yeah. If they don't get a lot of sun, I, and I'm sorry, I know that's what they need, but I don't have a place for them in the sun. Uh, but they get a lot of morning sun. Uh, but uh, it was just a fungus, right? It's a fungus, and you know it can more than just damage the plant. It could it could be 
enough to put it over the edge, I'd say, um, mm-hmm. and, and maybe not right. make it. It looks it, really bad. And I'm not a, a big spray person or anything like that, but if it was important to me because it came from somebody in the family and I wanted to make sure I was doing anything I could possibly do, I'd suggest you come out here and we can look on some labels with you, look at some labels together mm-hmm. to see uh, which fungicide might be the best one to do to try and control it. We won't just get rid of the problem, but hopefully uh, we can find one and you can apply it. And you'll have to apply it most likely several times according to the directions um, to try and at least arrest it so it doesn't uh-huh. continue to get a lot worse. Yeah. Um, when you're culturally, uh, if you had a little more light, if you had good air circulation, um, it's hard to keep the foliage dry because of the weather conditions that we're having right now. And, and usually these fungus diseases uh, thrive in moist the, conditions. The moist, okay. Yeah. So that's working against us right now. So if it does dry out, you have to water the hollyhocks, water at the base of the plant, keep the foliage dry as you can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I didn't know if there was anything, but I'll check out with you then, and uh, maybe we can have some next year. Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes uh, cultural things, like Steve said, you know, trying to keep it dry uh, in air circulation, but uh, you may be able to remove some of the really damaged leaves so that that way maybe some can regenerate from that. Okay. Well, I thank you for your information. I didn't know if I had any hopes or not, but I think I do now. You have hope, (laughs) but but you're probably going to have to use a chemical to try and help slow it down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're very mm-hmm. welcome, and we certainly hope that helps out, Phyllis. Okay, thank you for thank calling you. in, certainly. Mm-hmm. And feel free to call back in a little while, in a few weeks, and let us know how they're doing. Okay. Because we'd I'll love fail. to know. Okay, okay, good. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Phyllis. 356-9397. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Are you getting a lot of uh, people coming in with problems with fungus and whatnot from all the rain? Not, not as yet. But, but I have a feeling within the next week we might. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Uh, mention real quick some of the uh, specials that you have going on. The uh, roses, excluding knockouts, are 25% off. Your uh, concrete fountains, 20% off. I always love the fountain section. And then uh, you also have, what, 25% off all hanging baskets and combination pots. Yeah, we sure do. Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah. And then that we talked great. about some of the perennials last week. That sale still is going on through this weekend and, and through this coming week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Marianne just brought in a boatload more hostas for the hosta sale at 30% off. So wow. it's a really, really large group, and there's some yeah. tremendous varieties. There's some. John happens to have a couple in the cart that he brought up here that caught his eye. I hand-selected a few that I might like to get. So you got curly fries, which is one of the most distinctly different um I would not have guessed that was a hosta. Isn't that Doesn't amazing? That because it has such a thin leaf. It almost looks like, yeah. a, looks like a grass. It almost does, yes. Yeah, narrow leaf, but but kind of uh, rippled on the edge. Yes. So that's kind of the curly And why they're curly called curly aspect. fries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good yeah. name. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And what else do you have? You have a hosta called Paradigm that I can see. Yep. And, and I like that one because of uh, the center. It's almost yellow or golden. Yes. Which is really cool. It's and then it's got stunning. green green margins. On an overcast day like today, that would r- absolutely glow. 
in the garden too. I had no idea though that hostas could have that tall of uh, flowering. Not only could, but do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Pretty, pretty reliable. <laughs> Absolutely. No, yeah. I have hostas in my backyard, but they are in full shade. So could that be why mine haven't flowered like that? No, or I think it's still to come. Perhaps the variety. Think, yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. I think you'll, these were came out of a greenhouse, so they'd be a little bit further ahead of what yours would be. So it, it really would be more variety-specific, I'd say, than probably shade or sun conditions. Okay, good. So Interesting. You're going to get yours still. Something else oh, to Oh, you'll get some. Yeah, I, haven't have, I don't have too many at home yet either, but, but yeah. Yeah, okay, good. So anyway, and, it's a huge group of hostas at 30% off. We've got the fire alarm coral bells, which we described last week in a gallon pot for $9.97. Uh, a Big, big group of Coreopsis at 40% off. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, all the colors, really spectacular. One of my favorites, uh, Cheyenne Spirit, which is kind of a vibrant, what do you call it? Rusty, orangey, Ooh. crazy color, yeah. That sounds beautiful. Yeah. So we got that. We got Echinacea at 30% off. And uh, I think a new markdown on some of the four packs. So if you need some uh, annuals or vegetables or herbs they're all on sale yep. 97 cents those are so easy just to pick up and pop in yeah so if you, if somebody could almost just do that and not even transplant the impatience from one container to the other and just have the mm. other containers and the new containers both Ooh, yeah yeah i kind of like that idea yeah. you could do it right yeah. away <laughs> anyway, lots, I, lots I like of good deals. I like mixing uh, vegetables with flowers. I think that's a very pretty look. I think it's in, a great look. In, uh, yeah, planters. and I like to put herbs in too, which is cool. Yes, yeah. I have not done that yet. Okay, I need to try some herbs in a planter. Herbs uh, on sale, regular three ninety nine, a dollar ninety seven. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I did see that uh, at the chef Jeff four inch pots are only a dollar ninety seven. Dollar twenty-seven. Do oh, dollar twenty-seven. That went down even more. Okay. Yay! It's supposed to be. All right. <laughs> even better. All sorts of great deals on the heirloom tomatoes and peppers too, and um, and I'm trying to think of the name of the person who brought in a lot of the heirloom tomatoes. Sean. Thank you. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. So the last of those are marked down as well. So anyway, Good. if you want a little little things here and there just to help get you going and plus uh if you are looking for a little bit different project marianne's got a great selection of hydrangeas out there oh uh, oh some yes. more they're really gorgeous filled in and arrived so it's we're just entering hydrangea season they're just starting to look as spectacular around town and it's going to be that way for the next couple months so. yeah it always surprises me the shape the various shapes that hydrangeas come in because i'm used to the big bulbous round ones um but then i was surprised to find out there are also cone-shaped ones like correct oh, yeah. in yeah. that one? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which is arguably the largest family. Really? Uh, there's probably as many or more varieties in, in the cone-shaped ones, the, the panicle types. Yeah. yeah. There are, as there are the round ones by any means. But you're just an old-fashioned traditional girl with the big, large, white flowers. Yeah. That's good. Or, or, or blue or pink, depending okay. on what kind of soil they're in, right? Uh, it depends on the pH. <clears throat> right. But um, if you were reminiscing about the... The large flowers, the white ones, you yes. know, the, the Annabelle type or what we traditionally Think would of. see. Most yeah, reliable, yeah. sun to shade. Yeah, you know, we, it, yeah, you're absolutely right, John. It's yeah. amazing the intense shade and the full sun that those yeah. things will tolerate. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And then there's the new one uh, from PW this year. Uh, 
its uh, incredible wee white, which is the smooth hydrangea like the Annabelle. It's only a max two feet by two feet. So That's it's nice. really pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. It's always a bummer when they get too tall and then they bend over from the weight. Yeah, and it'll stay, it'll, it appears to be staying sturdy. I, I tested some. I have some at home. Neat. So. All right. 356-9397. Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Back to the phones we go where Cindy is standing by in Champaign. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? Hello. Good morning. I have a question about Lemmy. Do you remember the Lemmy story? Yes, Lemmy the lemon tree that you yes. grew from seed. Uh, from seed from, uh, I have a, a an adult son with developmental disabilities, and he, um, we, uh, I have a picture of him holding, we planted these lemon, three lemon seeds, you, okay, you're going to love this, from the lemons in a little porgy's drink. Okay, so I didn't think that they would, nice. because every every Sunday we get them. Okay, so that's how far we go back with this. I have so we planted three, only one made it. I have a picture of him in 2007 holding Lemmy with this big smile in his hand. You know, one of them made it. You know, Cute. and okay, so now he's eight feet tall. <laughs> and oh, we and we love it. What we do, we've got him in the planter, and um, to me, he's getting to the point where. Okay, it never grew any fruit. It has spikes on it, and I think God's just getting back at me. But the spikes are, you know, they're, I don't know why they're there, but it never bore any fruit. You're the only person that's ever had thorns on a lemon tree. I think so. so. I think so. He is picking on you. Yeah, he's definitely, definitely, because I, yeah, I did, I was like, why not? You know, what's the big deal? Okay, well, yeah, now it's a big deal. Okay, uh, so... um, We, what we've done, you know, we put him in the planter and, and, uh, we take them in the garage every winter, and it's just the stem is very firm. It's very colossal, and I'm wondering what it's either at a point where we put them in a bigger container, which is even heavier to move in the winter, right? or, I mean, the, the leaves are amazing because you just touch them, and it's lemon. I mean, I throw them in the, in the outside garbage can. I rip them in half, and it's like Lemon City. I mean, it's just they're really... Yeah, yeah, it's really, it's amazing, but they never had any fruit. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, this was, you know, I mean, we're talking, what, 10, 11 years. Um, So so what, at this point, do we do with Lemmy, who doesn't make any fruit, but he can't go anywhere. He has to be here. He's loved. Um, He's part of the family now. Yeah, he, oh, he is. And and we put him in the garage in the winter, you know, the fluorescent lights in there and everything, to save him for the next year. But do we replant him in a bigger pot? Do we put him in the... So, uh, so he's eight feet I, tall, I, Cindy. Is is yeah. height is height becoming an issue for you when he's inside the house? Yeah. Or is he, yeah, does, he just go, does he just go outside and then go back into the garage? Does he ever go in, no, inside he, the house? Yeah. No, he's outside all summer. Okay. You know, he's got things to do. So, so it's an outdoor so, pet. Yeah, it's an outdoor okay. pet. And, yep. But it only goes in when, when the during the winter months to save him for the next season. Okay, and let me ask And then he comes back out on our this. deck. Yeah. Um, if, how difficult is it to get it currently from the garage to the deck where he goes in the summer? Um, and how do you get in there? It's uh, between me and my husband with a dolly, and I'm holding, I'm 
making sure it doesn't fall off in the front, you know, in the back. And Pete's got the dolly, and the um, and you know we're uh, we're rolling it in there to save it. So so what kind of pot is he in right now? Is it a big, just a big, huge circular pot that we had to paint, and it says Mike's Lemmy. Nice. That's cute. Yeah. So is it yeah. a plastic a, pot? Uh, yeah, it's one of those plastic pots, but it's huge. And, and how and, big uh, a diameter would you guess it is? Is it about probably one of your twenty-four inches or one? Whoa, that's a big pot. It's big. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's. I'm I'm looking at it and I'm thinking this needs to either get a bigger pot, and is there no way it can go in the ground and survive over winter? You are correct. Yeah, there is no way it will survive in the winter. Yeah, and it's 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 really at the the uh, because he's been hanging around so long and and uh, the 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 stem is really hard. You know, it's it's woody. It's not even yeah. a stem. It's a, yeah. It's it's a, a it's got like a bark on it top. almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, and how big a diameter is the stem itself? Do you think? The the at the base probably about two and a half two and a half inches. Whoa, that's big. And how long do you this think it's big, been yeah. in this pot? Oh, this one? Oh, God, a long time. Because I put him in when I knew it was going to just be a part of the family. He was not going to go anywhere. Um, Lemmy was going to uh, probably. Five years? Uh, seven years? Yeah, years. oh, at least. At least. Yeah. Because it had the to be. The foliage is great, dark green. It's happy. It's, yeah, English. yeah. And it smells, those leaves are just, people don't, they're like, what is that? And then you hand them a leaf and they're like, oh, my God. You know, it's really smelly like lemons. Um mm. But I'm trying to figure out what to do with them at this point. So what what I would do personally, I would do you ever fertilize it at all? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I would uh I would probably just try to take a little bit of the soil off the top of the surface, work in some new and then continue your fertilizer regime because that's what's going to freshen. That's what the, the plant's feeding off if it's been in that pot for, you know, five to ten years. Uh, yeah. You know, the fertilizer is the only way it's getting any nutrients anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I sense. might consider, uh, do you ever trim the top of it so it's a little bit shorter? Oh, yeah, I trim. Yeah, yeah we definitely yeah. trim, like, when it's going in and going out of the garage in the winter and the summer. If yeah. there's anything that doesn't look like it's, you know, uh, looking great. It needs a haircut, you know. Hey, so um, do you use uh, just, uh, do you use uh, citrus fertilizer or use it just regular Miracle Grow? Uh, we use the what do you call it? Uh, yeah, it's Miracle Grow, the green color. Yeah, you can you tell how smart I am. Yeah, you might consider uh, ordering some uh, citrus fertilizer online. Okay, and then do you think we'll ever get lemons? Well, you got to have flowers first. Yep. And if are yeah. you ever getting flowers in the summer? Yeah, I I'm just I'm um, keeping him alive. <laughs> you know. Well, it sounds to me like you're doing more than that. If you've had yeah. him for yeah, this long it, and he's eight I, feet tall, you know, you it sounds never, to me like you're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, really. You never dreamed that that you know, eleven years ago uh, it was going to be. Uh, an eight-foot plant. You know, we, we planted three of them, and two immediately didn't, and this one took off, and, and you know, 
It the shows big beam you. on the smile yeah. from 2007 is enough to keep you like, yeah, we got to save it. So um, I, I, I'm wondering if because you put it in the garage with artificial lights in the winter, that it's that you're not getting any any blossoms because what, a lot of times. What would you do? Because it has to be dark. You would want no, to I think it's too dark. I think it's too dark. I'm assuming it'll die outside. In the it cold. would. Oh, outside. sure it would. Yeah. So, I mean, we don't know what else to do. It used to come in the house until it got too humongous. And now, you know, it goes in the big garage So, um, when it's cold. So um, we enjoy him on our deck all summer. Um, but at this point, I'm not sure what to, re- you know, try and replant it. But... I don't think I'd be in a big hurry to repot it. Um, I wouldn't either. If you okay. happen to come across uh, the next uh, pot that's the perfect home for it, maybe snatch it up just so you have it available. But uh, but you probably only need to go up another couple inches in diameter. But it, it, the plant yeah. sounds like it's thriving in almost every way. Yeah, it and is. Based upon the description of the color and the difficulty of handling it, if it gets much heavier, I wouldn't be in a big hurry to do it. And and if I was okay. going to do anything, I'd either do what John suggested or maybe I'd put Lemmy on his side and try and pull him out of the pot. And maybe I'd root prune him a little bit lightly. Um, if the roots oh, are really encircling in the bottom of the pot or on the sides, I might make a few cuts just to help the roots try and grow back out. And oh, okay. you know, I could put a little bit of soil on the bottom of the pot or on the sides and you know, kind of like what John was saying, adding a little bit of fresh soil. But again, I don't know if I'd even do that because it sounds like it's doing so stinking well right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just first getting strangled, you know. So I don't as know far what. as getting it to bear fruit, though, do you think that if she were to put a, a, a grow light in the garage with it over the winter? No, uh, probably no. not. I don't know. We we. I mean, like you know, in the beginning, we we're like, why aren't we getting lemons? And we researched, and I'm like, geez, there's a million lemon trees. How did that happen? <laughs> so, um, well, well. so there are some that don't bear fruit, even though it came from a fruit. So um, we were just happy, you know, then that it survived and it's got these great smelling leaves. You know, it might just but, be um, the conditions overall where it's not flowering, but obviously you'll never get fruit unless you can have the flowers first. And and maybe okay. its overwintering conditions are certainly enough to where it survived for what twelve years now or whatever it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But so perhaps it's, it's just, just not just quite good enough. At, mm-hmm. uh, there's no to, next step. Yeah. And so, do, do the do the leaves stay on all winter? Or do you draw, do you lose oh, many yeah. leaves in the oh, winter? Yeah. Um, yeah, it does lose some, but not that many. And we we're quick to cut off anything that looks wimpy. So Lemmy can be um, smiling all the time. So, um, I mean, other yeah, than so, trying so, to get the conditions that it overwinters in closer to what would happen if it was, say, in northern Florida or central Florida or something like that, where it's going to probably be occasionally as cold as what your garage becomes, but maybe not as consistently cool as your garage. It's going to have more light. Uh, air circulation and stuff like that, but it's going to oh, no, go through a dormant, a dormant period. Um, it's it's a man cave, so it's got air conditioning, heating, and dish. <laughs> so, uh, oh, good. So So what do you think the low temperatures are in there in the winter? Uh, I I don't 
you know, I don't know because they, they keep that the little radiant, whatever it is, heater going so that when they walk out in the garage, they can either work or, um, you know, put so on you the TV while they're working. Probably, probably not lower than 50, 60. No, yeah, not lower than 50, huh? Yeah, so that just, might just be enjoy little, him the way he is and let him. I think you're just going to have to do that. Yeah. And if, yeah. if and hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and perhaps if there was some way where it could have more light, although you're not trying to get it to grow, you're just trying to have it be happy. And if it got just yeah. a little bit cooler, but, you know, it depends upon the variety, but certainly there's citrus plants that are producing food in California that yeah. might be That's exposed it. to 45 Very or 48 garden. or 50 or 52 at, in the, at in, night. At night. Okay. Uh, during yeah. the cool months in Central Florida, they'd be certainly cooler than that. They could get down close to freezing or high 30s or low 40s consistently, hmm. and the citrus does very well there. It, it, but wow, when, it I didn't all, know it when it's all said and done, it's more important that he lives and he's happy than it is that you get the flower yeah. or the fruit. So, so you guys aren't going to pay for us to move to California? Is that what I'm hearing? Well, we're we're debating. <laughs> mm. yeah. We're debating. Well, Put we have to keep all mind. of you together. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. That's what I mean. All of it. Everything. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> what I meant. Let's keep the family that's together. The, that's the answer. The family. Oh, yeah. You know, I thought I thought that was the the underlying thing. Okay. Well, I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you very much. That, that's that right. tells me what to do. That tells me how to proceed. So, Lemmy's just going to be happy here. So. That's yeah, well, it sounds do. like Lemmy is very happy there, and it sounds like yeah. you're doing everything yeah. correctly. <laughs> So pat yourself on the yeah. back for that. Yeah, I am perfect. I am just perfect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. Thanks, thanks for calling in, Cindy. Your help. <laughs> Not a problem. That's what the experts okay. are here for. Okay. So Thank I want to go back to John Weisgarber's. We'll All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Go back to John Weisgarber's new deck. So what are you thinking about uh, planting or landscaping around it or containers only or what you got going on in your mind? Well, it's going to be mostly containers. So I have, uh, because of the terrain, it's it's pretty rough. But around it, right now, I already have some hosta. But uh, the containers will set down in a low spot so that actually can kind of look across and down into them. So Plus, nice. the, you're not taking up some of the valuable space that the deck is No, they're itself. not going on it. Because it's 12 by 12. You're going to use every bit of that That's for right. you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So you've got a, a great space on a screened-in porch to enjoy your yard. And then now you've built another great space that you can enjoy, the yard and garden. Yep. That, For the times so when you want to wanna enjoy it and, and observe it as opposed to work in it. Yeah. Well, that's so key. Yeah. Because if you bust your tail and do all the things that you do to make it look nice, you got to be able to take those moments to sit back and... Yeah. The only dangerous part about Take that it is in. sometimes it gets the wheels turning and you start thinking of what's next. That's so true. Well, <laughs> exactly. That's why I already went to phase two and three, but I have to stop that. Stop it. And go back to yeah. phase one, you mean? <laughs> one Enjoy five. phase one for a while. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Good. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. Normally, Marianne is here joining us. Normally. But she, she is... She's off at the National Hosta, whatever it is, symposium. I th- Getting together with all her old 
friends. Yeah. But I think sharing their hostile knowledge. Absolutely. Uh, that's one of the things that really impresses me about you guys, the continuing education that you will do. You go off to these seminars and symposiums and classes and, yes, buying sprees too. But yeah. I, I think the continued it's, education uh, is primarily uh, – experiences in the garden that you have or experiences that customers have or friends have and they're sharing them and and yeah yeah you get more out of that than you do just about anything else absolutely i mean we learn something every day from from co-workers or customers uh i just had the pleasure yesterday of a 92 year old gentleman was in uh wanting to buy an apple tree for his yard so he could share the fruit with some of his neighbors. I like the optimistic gardener. (laughs) So, you know, it was just, it was just great to talk with him about, you know, all his experiences in life and yeah. And all his garden, garden knowledge and what What all he's tried. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bet. That's neat. So in the past week, what would you say has been the most asked question from clients and customers. Actually, we're unfortunately just seeing some Japanese beetles emerging. Oh. So that's was the most major one this week. Okay. And then, yeah, I found out that one of my trees uh, in my yard is a linden tree. And Marianne warned me that they really like to attract Japanese beetles. Often. Uh, yeah. Okay. But does it necessarily mean that you're going to get them? Okay, good. Yeah. Signs that I should watch for, though. Uh, the tree looking like it's been stripped, like where all of a sudden you just have the veins inside the leaf and the foliage in between the is just almost gone, it's so it's just riddled. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have any uh, roses at all? At home? No. Okay. Because that's yet. another thing that they love. So I was just going to say, if you notice, you know, check your roses and... If they've been that would be a sign that uh, they're probably on your tree as well. Okay. So are they large enough to be visible to the naked eye? Absolutely. Oh yeah. So 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 scout when you're out, you know, walking through the yard, relaxing, enjoying, just just check your plants. That's a good way to do it. You know, as you're as you're walking through with your cocktail in the night, you know. Are they? Do they resemble ladybugs? Larger. Larger? Okay. Brown with green. green kind of a copper iridescent uh, green. Opera, yeah. Oh, yep. okay. And then if you were to get these, uh, can you fight them off in any way, Japanese beetles? Sure. Pesticides? or. It depends on what they're on. If they're on a small plant like a rose or something like that, I would tend to just have a pan or a bucket of soapy water and mm-hmm. just knock them in there okay. and, and get rid of them that way. But okay. uh, there are some pesticides that we can show you if you want to spray okay, to terrific. try and reduce it. Yep. Yep. Good to know. So last minute specials and deals you want to promote? Uh, I'd, I'd have to come out and get the perennials. 30% off Absolutely. pastas, coreopsis at 40 off, echinaceas at 30, fire yep. alarm at 997, asclepias at 997, uh, containers, hanging baskets at 25 off. Just lots of color just for little Big projects are just yeah. kind of touching up here and there. Yeah, sounds great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for standing by and being available for us, you guys. The uh, plant experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts John Wise Garver and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. A special thanks to our executive producer. 
Lake Landa. Stay tuned for Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. And have a great weekend.